Thursday, June 1st. Let's play Hurdle. Today's song is Dadu Ron Ron by The Crystals. Okay. Oh, no. I just thought of who produced this. You know, it's time we talked about him. I think I've mentioned him like on three different ones. And I don't know enough about The Crystals to... Okay. Today's the day we talked Phil Spector. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right, so this song was in the 60s. The few things I know about the Crystals, this was one of Phil Spector's early hits. He had his group of writers and singers around him that he called the Wrecking Crew that included Sonny Bono and his favorite background vocalist was Cher. I don't know if Cher's actually on this song, but Sonny and them were all around writing songs together, producing, doing all this stuff. The big thing on this song was that the Dadu Ron Ron was just gibberish filler that the writers had in there when they brought it to the studio to record it. Phil Spector liked it and kind of had it in his head. He wanted it to stay dumb. He literally wanted it to be like he was he was aiming for a teenage crowd and he was like, I want the dumbest simplest thing for the teenage crowd. So to do run, run, he didn't even care if it made sense. I've read that his line was literally the dumber, the better, and it worked. There was also a dispute. No one really knew who sang lead on this. And two of the three, I think, crystals kind of fought about it up until like 10 years ago. And they even had Phil Spector chiming in from prison prison phone calls with his wife. You know, he got married after he went to prison. One of those, it's just bonkers. Anyway, and the reason they didn't know was because of the way Phil Spector recorded stuff. Both people sang it. They sang it at different times. No one really knew what take was used. Phil Spector told them both it was them. You know, so they went on living their life thinking it was them and they didn't know. Okay, so Phil Spector is a, such a weird dude. Very early on, a lot of success. I mean, so early that by 21 or something, he had his own record label and he was kind of known for doing everything. He would sign the bands, help write, record. He owned the label, marketing, you know. He was the first Puff Daddy. (laughs) It comes to just everything, like soup to nuts, the whole thing. He could do it all for artist management from beginning to end and run the label. That was Phil Spector, and he did it in his early 20s. He's famous for the wall of sound, which to me is just a big eye roll. What the wall of sound technique was, it doesn't make sense to me at all. One, it was specifically tailored for AM radio. He thought it sounded really good on AM radio. He got everybody in a small room, even instrumentalists, okay? And they'd all be in there together. Amps, guitars, drums, vocalists, and they'd do take after take after take. And then that sound went to a thing that he called the echo chamber, which was another room full of speakers and microphones. And he was apparently just super, super obsessive with mic placement and would spend hours moving mics closer and having them do it again. 
people were exhausted, and then they'd perform the whole thing at once. So this wall of sound, everything recorded in mono, was just like attacking you all at once, bleeding into each other and just pure madness. I don't But it was the bee's knees at the time, and everyone thought he was a genius. And then it parlayed into him working with the Beatles. He did Let It Be. He did the Ramones. He did Ike and Tina Turner. He did the Righteous Brothers. He was a mega producer and, again, a big wig at um, the record label. They even did Warner Spector. More like Warner Brothers and him had a thing. I don't know. So that's what it is. That's what got him famous. Now, at some point, I don't know the year, but he kind of disappeared for a good 15 years or so. And part of that was he was already a strange dude. And he got a really, really bad car wreck in Hollywood. I think he went through the windshield and probably should have died. Survived, but had all these had stitches on his head and neck. And that's and then after that he stopped coming out going outside. He was he was very reclusive after that. And he started wearing the wigs that some people are familiar with. Bill Spector's hair and the wigs he wore were epic. Okay, so fast forward, 2000. I was out of college. It was like 2003. He gets arrested because a woman dies at his mansion. Lana Turner. She was an actress, model. I think they met at a bar. She was at his house. And she was found dead with a gunshot wound to her mouth. Now, here's where this whole thing is insane. He said she accidentally killed herself because she was, quote, and I quote, kissing my gun. Okay. Now, where he lost in court and went to prison until he died was because his uh, his driver was still sitting outside of the front of his house. Heard the gunshot. Phil walked outside holding a gun and said the words, I think I accidentally killed her. That doesn't look too good. That's hard to get around. The other thing was in the trial was four other women from his past said, no, he would take us out on a date ask us to come back to his mansion if we and when we rebuffed his advances he pulled a gun on us and tried to not let us leave so it kind of painted a picture pretty quickly that this is his mo and this one might have been an accident but when you put a gun in someone's face and tell them they can't leave and accidentally pull the trigger it's still murder so that's how that works and that's the story of crazy phil specter I wouldn't suggest watching the HBO movie with Al Pacino because I didn't even see it. Everybody on all sides came out and said it was horrible. The Spectre people thought it was horrible. The Lana um, Turner family said it was horrible. Like everyone involved was like, this, this, they messed up the whole story and it's just not how anybody was. And it was just a really bad, bad movie. It was just putting <laughs> Al Pacino in a bad wig and making him be Phil Spector. So that's the Phil Spector story. I grew up always hearing about Phil Spector. 
And then again, by the time I was out in college, he hadn't done anything for 20 years. And then he had this murder trial. So to me, the biggest thing that I knew about him was the wall of sound and this murder. And the wall of sound never made sense to me. And the murder just sounded awful. Like, dude, this guy's horrible. So I know we've teased talking about Phil Spector for like three different episodes. And today we finally got him out of our system. Hopefully we don't have to talk about Phil Spector anymore. All right, that's a good one. I'll uh, see y'all tomorrow. You can play Hurdle every day at letsplayhurdle.com. And you can watch us here live on Instagram at Let's Play Hurdle.